Welcome to the Woman, Where is Your Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Bowman. I'm an empty nester wife, mom, and grandma. I live full-time in an RV and am passionate about encouraging women to walk in true confidence that comes from Christ alone. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman, Where Is Your Confidence podcast. I have a special guest today. I'm really excited. Her name is Monika Bishop. She's a mom. She's a wife. Most of all, she is a powerful woman of God with an amazing testimony of how after being abused, growing up, she thought she'd found a safe place and she ended up being spiritually abused and believing lies from the devil through, I'm going to quote this, this is air quotes for those that can't see that are listening to the podcast, church people. So we will say it like that. Um, I'm going to let Monika share more about her testimony of what that looks like, a little bit about her life growing up and what led her to want to join this group of people and how she ended up getting out and now how she walks out confidence in Christ alone. All right. Welcome, Monika. Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so my life began, you know, just as many others do, you know, um, I, I, I dealt with a lot of abuse growing up there was physical mental emotional there was even a lot of a chunk of um, memory gone due to childhood trauma from ages 8 to 12 you know and and I know that's something a lot of people deal with growing up and so that's something that what does that lead to well for me unfortunately it led to more trauma (laughs) and so um I ended up seeking out um, a a group and I got invited to a Bible study when I was about the age of 28 and it was word of faith and it was by a cousin and it was a women's small women's Bible study. And I'll never forget when I got there, I asked, I said, what, what kind of church do you, do you guys go to? And they said, word of faith. And I was like, what is that? And, and I'll never forget, they said, that just means a church that simply teaches the truth of God's word. They don't leave anything out. <laughs> hey, that sounds good, right? It that does. sounds really yeah. good. Fantastic, right? And, and I'm going, oh, right. that's amazing, because I grew up independent fundamental Baptist, and they hardly, in the church I grew up in, they didn't hardly talk about the Holy Spirit at all. So I went from one extreme to the other. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So um, the things they talked about were things I hadn't heard of. The Holy Spirit, faith force, speaking in tongues, healing. Well, at this point, I had also suffered not only emotional and all this other trauma, but I also had illness. I had become epileptic when I had my daughter and I was having seizures and I had been diagnosed with all these things, um, bipolar and and just 
I was on a lot of medications. So there was a lot of things going on with me. And I was like, in my mind, this was my answer, right? I can be healed. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> and of course. Same un- yeah, unconditional love, healing. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? Right. It all looked good until yeah. it didn't. <laughs> yeah. And so um, growing up, I wasn't taught to study my Bible. And so, you know, just getting me to church with my family um, outside of my house was a win with them, but I had fantastic grandparents and they got me to church. And so I really think that played a a large role with me coming to Christ later. Um, I met my husband in Houston after I graduated high school and I've been with him. It'll be 19 years in November. Yay. Yeah. And Fortunately, he never got involved, Um, but he was there the entire time speaking truth into me. Wow. Praise God. He didn't give up on you. Uh, I'm I'm sure that was a lot of tension going on there. There was no shortage of argument. That's for sure. Because I was completely, completely just, I was, um, I was sure that he was wrong and I even questioned his salvation and it was me that my, it was my heart that needed mending. It was me that needed the salvation, not him. Right. Wow. So that, that played a a crucial role as well for me coming to know Christ later. Um, I believe and yes, I was very blessed that he didn't give up and walk away. Um, no doubt in my mind that God used him and that he loves me. So, yeah. Amen. Um, it's really scary when I look back on it because I've experienced the Holy Spirit, demonic spirits, spiritual euphoria, spiritual oppression, works-based religion, and conditional love. The silver lining is that I did actually end up truly begin to study the Bible when I was in this movement. And so that, that right there was the key factor because I truly began to seek a relationship with God. And so when I say God can use anything, he can. Amen. Amen. And studying the word of God for ourselves. um, That was what I talked about for last week's podcast was we need to learn to study the word of God for ourselves, not just because something looks good, sounds good, and it's coming out of someone's mouth that is supposed to be an authority. We need to study it for ourselves and know the word of God. Amen. Yes. It's so important. Um, So, you know, had I, had I done that a lot earlier at an earlier age, it would have saved me a lot of heartache. (laughs) And so anyway, but so when I left word of faith, it was just before mid 2020, um, there was a little bit of fallout within the group and I ended up walking away. Um, 
And when I did that, I began researching the word of faith movement and its origins. <laughs> and so, you know, I found out where it comes from and all of that. And when I left that movement, I didn't know up from down. I didn't know if I was saved. I didn't know where I was going if I were to die. I was in torment over the thought of not knowing. I was confused. I had to get in God's word more than ever. I didn't watch television for almost two years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I was just. And that's not a bad thing. That's a great no. thing. Yeah, I, I was so entrenched in the word and in research because I was just so, I, I didn't know where, I, yeah, I, I just was so focused on God and trying to understand where I was at and get my own spiritual self grounded in Christ. That's awesome. That is awesome. And then, that's great because now as you make disciples, you're teaching them sound doctrine because, you know, something we say a lot is doctrine matters Amen. and it does, you know, doctrine matters. What you believe has to line up with the word of God. It just can't be something that was revealed to you. If it's not in the word of God, then it wasn't revealed to you. So you're, it's being revealed to you by the wrong spirit. It's not a spirit of God. <laughs> it is not God. Exactly. And that's something that's big in the word of faith movement. They'll say, well, God told me. And I used to say that all the time, but the problem was what I, what God told me didn't agree with the word. Wow. Yeah. Just and because we feel, um, feel we cannot live by feelings. Um, I know Stephanie Light at Spiritual Whiplash on Instagram is always showing us our feelings compared to the word of God. And it's like our feelings are useless, stupid, ridiculous, and we can't live by our feelings. And just because we have the urge to say something to someone thinking it would be a good thing for them to hear doesn't mean we're supposed to say it. Exactly. We can't, can't go by our feelings. No, feelings are fleeting. God is it. Amen. Amen. And that's something that I really had to get grounded in and understand that the Holy Spirit is not something you feel. You can, you can feel the Holy Spirit, of course, right. but just because you don't feel the Holy Spirit doesn't mean that God is not with you. Exactly. Exactly. I know um, you mentioned 2020 and it's so interesting that that's when you started doing your research and all these things happening because 2020 was a big year of false prophets everywhere in the word of faith. I mean, there's so many of them that said all these things that did not happen. And unfortunately there are plenty of people that still believe these people. And to anyone out there watching, listening, if someone says something and it does not come to pass, it, that means it's false. It's a lie. They're not a prophet from God. No. Because God doesn't change his mind when it comes to prophecy. He doesn't um, 
change the date or change the meaning. If a person, um, if there, if it's a prophecy, it's just exactly like they said. <laughs> well, imagine Isaiah in the Old Testament getting something wrong. Right. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Right. It didn't have that doesn't happen. And um, so people need to be careful, uh, you know, and if you are one of those people that listens to some of those prophets and you think that we're being harsh and judgmental. Um, well, I'm sorry, but this is something that has not been going on for quite a while. I mean, decades in the church is people. A brother and, or a sister should go to a brother or a sister that they see at fault. You're supposed to go, we're supposed to go to them because we love them. Not because we're being judgmental as you know, the world less judge, not lest you be judged. People pull that out. And no, we're, if we really love our brothers and sisters in Christ or that claim to be in Christ, then it's our duty as a brother or sister go to that person and say, Hey, um, you gave a false prophecy. That was wrong. You don't, you need to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. And instead of changing, saying God changed his mind, or that's not what the real meaning meant. They, we need to call these people out. And I am thankful that there are a lot of um, teachers and preachers and ministers that do call these people out. But I pray that if you're listening to a false prophet, someone, even if they got it wrong one time, that makes them a false prophet. Yeah. So, if they don't mess uh, up that they got it wrong, then there's an issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Bible says to test the spirits and that God is the spirit of truth. So the devil is the author of confusion and a liar, not the Holy spirit. Exactly. Um, there are wolves in sheep's clothing, unfortunately. Um, there are people doing it for their own uh, benefit, for money, for fame, whatever it is. Um, you know, there's people like that in all walks of religions, mm -hmm. unfortunately, and even in, in Christianity. And there are people that have gotten caught up in that. And maybe at one time they, they truly loved God and were serving God, but something has happened. So, be careful and make sure whatever someone is saying is lining up with the word of God. Yes, exactly. Right. Yes, ma'am. So when you got out um, and you just said, you realized when your eyes were you open and you were like, Oh, wow. Okay. I've been wrong all this time to believe this. Um, does God love me? Am I, can I even go to heaven? What, so how did you deal with that lack of confidence in knowing what was going on at that point in your life, in your spiritual walk? Well, I got into the word. <laughs> I got into the word okay. and, you know, I, I went to um, a few preachers and honestly, they couldn't, they couldn't help me. They didn't really know how to help because I know, isn't that strange, you know, you know who you know who ended up helping me was Spencer Smith. <laughs> I was gonna say probably Spencer Smith. Yeah, so I found yeah. his third Adam documentary on YouTube and the very first one, and I contacted him because at the end of his 
um, documentary that when it said, if you need help, something along those lines, I'm paraphrasing, please don't hesitate to reach out. And I'm like, well, after all that, surely he knows what I'm going through. He can help me. And so I did, I reached out to him and he called me and he spoke to me for about a little over an hour on the phone. And he was able to answer things for me that nobody else had been able to answer because of the things that he had seen in Africa and the things he had researched. And so from there, I was able to start getting my answers and I was able to start understanding that just even if it, if something is not in the Bible, then it's probably not biblical. Right. Yeah. And that was just the, because it, that was the main yeah. issue I was having because there are all these things they claim, you know, to have revelation on and because it comes from the Holy spirit and I couldn't find an answer to any of these things. And that was one of the main things that he helped me understand. Right. That that's good. And I, I'm so thankful for people like him, for men of God like him that are calling out that if you are not watching Spencer Smith on YouTube and you truly want to learn some of the deception and lies in the just so many different places. I'm just going to, you're just going to have to go look yourself. I'm not even going to say what, um, but he <laughs> teaches um, and he, he uses the word of God to teach you that no, this is not right. And um, I'm thankful for people like him. Mm -hmm. um, so I know one of the things, and, and this is something that Rick and I are always looking at um, when it comes to what word of faith people teach when it comes to having faith, like you just didn't have enough faith or, you know, or they're going around, um, praying, laying hands on people and um, lengthening their legs and things like that. And it's, it's, and saying that showing, they have a little trick they do. It's a little magic trick and that's witchcraft. We all know magic is witchcraft and they're, they're manipulating people. That's what they're doing. The manipulation is witchcraft. And one of the things is then go into the hospitals, go to these children's hospitals and pray for these children with cancer. If you truly uh, can help heal someone with a so-called shorter leg than the other, then why, why wouldn't God allow you to uh, lay hands on these children with cancer? Um, go pray for all these sick people. Go over um, to other countries, poor countries, where people can't give you thousands of dollars and lay hands on these people. Um, these people who have no money and they are starving physically and spiritually yes. want you to go, you know, and, and it's frustrating because they, <laughs> it's okay. Y'all, if you heard that little, oh, her little doggy in the background, <laughs> y'all, this is real life. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Monika lives in an RV just like me. So we can't go in a separate little room and be all quiet. Like some podcasters have big special you know, soundproof rooms. We don't have that. So it's okay. Um, oh, how cute. Yay. We get to see your dog. Okay. Let's see if those of you that are not watching, you'll have to go to YouTube to see her cute little doggy. Um, okay. So, um, 
but no, that's that's the thing that's wrong with one of the things, many things, but one of the things with word of faith that, you know, if you can he- lay hands on these people and so-called heal them and they're being healed in your services or you're lengthening legs, why can't you go? Why won't, why won't you go to the hospitals and children's hospitals and pray for the sick and go to nursing homes? Because it's not happening. It's exactly. it, they're lying. They're lying. And I, and I'm calling them out. So I, you know, if you, uh, sister, if you go to a word of faith or you love all these people and you think they're amazing, I love you sisters, but I'm praying that your eyes will be open to what is true. Um, so how would you encourage a woman who maybe they are, they do have questions. Another woman may have questions about they've been in word of faith, maybe all their life. Maybe they grew up in it and now they aren't sure. Where would you put, tell them to start to get rooted and grounded in what the word of God truly says? How, how does that look? Yeah, first thing I would do is tell them to turn off everything they've been watching. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, there you go. <laughs> turn off all the televangelists, um, the YouTube channels, oh. turn off all those things because those are the people that lead everyone the most astray. Yeah. And yeah. go to people that you think are the most wrong. <laughs> because, <laughs> hey that's good your, your dog was growling at the wrong ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good so it's so funny <laughs> it's real life it's okay it is um so you know I, I would start there no um I don't know about the most wrong but turn on some different um turn on some different preachers read your bible really seriously dig into the word you know right don't take everything because the word is supposed to be your marker of truth don't just listen to what people are saying but take everything that's being said and use the bible as your marker of truth and error amen Amen. Uh, I will, um, there, I will encourage people if you don't, maybe you're the church you've been going to it, maybe it's, you're realizing it's doesn't line up with the word of God. Um, I would encourage you on YouTube. There is a pastor he's passed away years ago, but they, he has thousands of, um, videos of him preaching is Adrian Rogers and it's love worth finding ministries. And he was pastor to church over in Bellevue, Tennessee. It's over outside of Memphis. And it is very sound. Every time you listen to him, you will, you, he goes, he uses the Bible. That's for one. He doesn't tell you um, just things or some goofy stories. He has scripture that he, and he is a very sound teacher. Um, That's someone that Rick and I definitely, I, I think he's our all time favorite if we need to go somewhere, we want to hear preaching, we know we can go there. And there he has awesome sermons. Um, so you can't, you don't have to worry that there's not a, an abundance of sound teachers and preachers out there. There are. You just have to go find them. And, um, you know, and you have to be willing to uh, listen to them. But like 
Monika said, get in the word for yourself. Make sure. And that's what I talked about on last week's episode. You have to know the word for yourself and nourish your spirit with the word of God instead of starving yourself and only getting the Sunday morning message. (laughs) I know one of the things that I did when I, the way I would research when I first got out was I would go to YouTube and I would say, expose like Joyce Myers. And I would type that in and it would pull up tons of videos of all her error. Okay. Well, Oh, that's good. That's real good. I would do that for every single person that I listen to. And I will make it be known on here that uh, years ago, up until probably four or five years ago, I was a huge Joyce Myers fan. And, you know, I thought she was great. Rick and I went to one of her things when we lived in New York. We went for a weekend. We just thought it was spectacular that we got to go. And um, one of those videos that you're talking about, and this is something that she teaches, and this is a word of faith thing that the majority of them teach that I, I want to point out is that they say that Jesus went to hell for three days and that demons stomped on him and kicked him and that Jesus got born again. That is so heretical, horrific, it's pathetic. Um, And that is what word of faith teaches. So if you are in word of faith, you go to a word of faith church, you need to talk to your pastor and ask him. Does he believe that Jesus was born again? Does he believe Jesus was the first born again man? Does he believe Jesus was kicked on and stomped on by demons? Um, That is one of the, that was when we, we heard that and we're like, wait, what, what did she just say? We heard that in a video and then we were like, okay. And and then we also, that was bad. And then we also, um, you know, then we realized, wait a minute women are not supposed to be teaching and preaching over men. And it was like, yeah, Rick's like, Hey, what the heck she teaches. I'm like, I know. Yeah. The Bible says it. (laughs) Hello. I'm sorry, but it's in the word. You can't deny it. That teaching actually began with a man by the name of E.W. Kenyon. Okay. Considered the grandfather of word of faith. So, yeah. Okay. That is a very uh, strong teaching of the entire movement. It's, yeah. it's, it's sad. It's sickening. It, it just, it's like, I can't, I can't even think of why would you want to teach that? I don't even understand it, but um, yeah. And I guess it goes, it's a part of their whole um, first fruits message. I guess that's part of their and well, giving and yeah he didn't go as far as to say that jesus lost his deity when he died yeah that it, it fits the narrative of little god's doctrine is what it is um right so that's that yeah. we can all be yes yes it's yeah yeah, because uh, she, I know that she, uh, Joyce Meyer, and if you're a Joyce Meyer fan, um, I'm not sorry. I am not sorry for telling you this. I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all because I used to be a huge fan and I, I want people to know um, 
just because she says things that sound good, just like I said in last week's podcast, podcast, it may sound good, it may look good, doesn't mean we're supposed to eat it. And that's the same thing. Um, one of her things that Joyce uh, teaches is she talks about um, rabbits have baby rabbits, uh, kit, cats have kittens. And because we are born again and saying that God had made little gods, that we are gods. So that's not, that is not, that is totally not biblical. We are not gods. That is actually, um, I believe the Mormons also believe that, that you can become a goddess or a God and we are not goddesses. Um, if you follow people that talk about becoming a goddess or becoming a God, you need to unfollow them. If you are a believer in Christ, if you're not a believer in Christ, I pray that you understand that that is not true and that is wrong teaching and that Jesus Christ came to die for you and that you are a sinner, but you can be born again and accept his blood sacrifice and you can go to heaven if you turn from your sin. I wanted to share that because I don't ever want someone who believes differently than me to not think that I don't care enough to tell them the truth. If we don't tell the truth and we don't um, let them know, how will they know? We are the voice here on earth. We are speaking. We are Jesus's mouthpiece here on earth to tell people the truth. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing people need to understand, or I, I would like people to understand is that's where this bleeds in with the new age movement, because they believe that we are divine. We are like gods, goddesses, we level up, we ascend, you know, and, and that's, that's not okay. You know? Um, so yeah. It, it's, I, I want people to understand that I was in this movement for 11 years. And so I used to believe all these things. And so I'm not saying this from a place of judgment. I'm saying this from a place of I've been there. Right. So, right. I'm praying for the people who are still in it and I love them. It's not a place of, I'm not condemning anyone. That's not my intention. No, your intention is because you love your sisters in Christ. You want them to know the truth and you're telling them. And that that's the main thing. And um, so how can people connect with you? How could, you know, I, you know, we connected on Instagram. I don't remember how, but I saw, I was like, oh, she's my people. <laughs> she's, she tells truth. She tells the truth. There is not just your truth, my truth. It is the truth, the word of God. And so that was exciting, but um, you can connect with her on Instagram at living in a man's world dot blog. But she also has uh, something exciting coming up. You're, you are starting your blog again, right? Or starting a blog? Well, I'm starting my blog, yeah, a week from Thursday. I'll put, be putting out my first article on my What's website. What's the date on that? What's the date? 
Thursday. So it'll be uh, October 7th. No, October 6th. That's actually my birthday. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. Nice. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's the same name, living in a man's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will be sure to get you the uh, website address. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. And if people have questions, can they reach out to you in, through Instagram if they, if they have, they want to have a discussion and talk and of course, yes, you can send me a message. Okay. I have an email. It's living in a man's world.blog at gmail.com. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate you sharing with us, um, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the awesome victory in Christ. I'm, I'm so thankful um, because you could have easily just walked away completely and not and thought and just believed a lie that okay if that's the way it is and then I don't even want to have anything to do with church or anybody and you could have just walked away yeah it would have been um, (laughs) well thank God for godly husbands praying for their wives thank you Lord for that yay and thank you for being on here and just sharing I appreciate it so um Be blessed and victorious. And until next time, hold your sword high and slay those lies with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time, be blessed and victorious as you hold your sword high and slay the lies that the enemy will try to make you believe. God bless you and thank you for listening. Be sure and share this podcast with other women so they can be encouraged too. And please leave a five-star review wherever you listen. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. God bless you.